0: the Disky Chicks podcast for business leaders, HR directors, coaches, and those interested in learning how to use the DISC assessment to grow self-awareness, improve communications, and develop leaders and teams. Please welcome your hosts, business coaches Martha Forlines and Cindy Jacoby. They are loud and proud about all things DISC. Welcome to season four of the Disky Chicks. Martha and I have changed things up. We are moving into the new world. What do we, how do we describe it, Martha? (laughs) Instead of just doing audio, which you're listening to right now, we are also recording ourselves live and uncut, So we will put those recordings up on our Facebook page at Disky Chicks Podcast. Look for that on Facebook. If you want to see us and anytime we have a visual, you'll be able to see it on that visual. But otherwise, sit back and listen to the Disky Chicks Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Disky Chicks. Hello, everybody. Once again, Martha and I are coming to you live and uncut. What you see is what you get. We have been talking about teams and how do you use DISC to help you with team communication. And last week, we went over parts of the team report that you can get. And the most, uh, what's what's the word I'm trying to say? The most helpful visual that we have is the team wheel. So if you want to watch last week's Disky Chicks podcast, go back and check that out. But we put all the we plot everybody on a wheel and then you can visually see where you are versus somebody else and some people are in your same little piece of pie wedge and other people are completely opposite and it's my guess that those who are opposite of you are probably a little tough for you to understand or get along would you agree Martha
1: yeah yeah and we talked a little bit last week about managers and leaders seeing this team wheel for the first time and recognizing where they have interpersonal conflicts between two of their employees and they see where they are on the wheel and they go, oh my gosh, no wonder because their stylistically behavior styles are very, very different from one another. So what we wanna do today is to dig a little deeper into the compatibility of the different styles, the D, the I, the S and the C, even though we always talk about you're made up of all four and you are. Um, However, if you have your predominant above the line styles or below the line styles that are predominant, it can lead to potential contentious relationships between some styles. It's
0: exactly, and we talked about the tool that we also have called the comparison report, where you can put two people side by side and look at their graphs and really help them understand where each other is coming from. Today, we're gonna give you more of an overview of if you're a high D, who is it that you're more likely to get along with? And who is it that you're probably gonna find trouble with? And if you already know that before you approach this person, you can change your approach to make yourself more effective. Again, we don't wanna change who you are, but if you wanna be effective, you may have to tone it down a little bit or bring it up a little bit to have a better interaction with that person. So we have some visuals today. These are some things that we teach in our uh, certification class and Martha does a lot of team brief, team debriefs with this. So I will attempt to share the screen because I'm a master at this. Possibly <laughs> you are. All right, how do we how we do? Looks good. Okay. Let me resume Oops. sharing. Okay. There you go. Martha, why don't you so let's, to start us off? Okay, well, let's take
1: a look at the benefits of meeting people where they are behaviorally. And this means that people that are very different from you, and, and let's be real, a lot of times when we have conflicts with a certain employee, there's a reason behind it. And the t- typical reason is your behavior styles are just very different. So if you're able to meet people where they are behaviorally, it builds trust and rapport quicker. It also leads to improved communications between the two of you. When you make that adaptation and like Cindy said, we're not talking about you morphing into something different than you are. It's just a temporary adaptation. And then you can get what you need from that person faster. Now I know that sounds like, well, what is she talking about? But if you meet them and let's say you're a high dominant and you're meeting with a high steady and you adapt your tone and your pace, then that high steady is going to connect with you quicker, trust you quicker. You get what you want as that high dominant and you can be gone.
0: So So even though you have to slow down is what you're saying. Yes that D may have to slow down and and have some pleasantries before they get to their point. They're going to meet less resistance from that high Mm -hmm. S. I think all of these things help bring down barriers that you immediately build up because, Oh my gosh, here comes that person that I don't connect with.
1: Yes. Yes. And, and trust me, it's on both sides, right? Right. It's, It's with that, that high steady and with that high dominant, they're kind of going into it with a little bit of intrepidation. And then the last point is you really can reach some great collaboration quicker and easier when you use these tips that we're giving you about uh, meeting people where they are.
0: All right, so let's look at um, the perspective of the D. So our next slide is, um, is all about the D and who that D is likely to match well with and who that D is likely to have some kind of conflict or, and it doesn't have to be conflict. It can be complementary in nature, but the styles are going to be very different. And if you're aware of that, like, like we said on that last slide, you can connect so much faster. So Martha, walk us through the D please.
1: Okay. All right. If we start on the left upper quadrant, you see the D and the compatibility with another D and it is very good. High dominance, can operate at that fast pace and talk really fast and get results and move on so the D on D is a very compatible match they uh, they do like working together but remember high dominance can be competitive so yeah. sometimes you get a little bit of this but it's all about that competitive nature typically of that high dominant on an, with another high dominant. I thought so you were going to we say they it.
0: make a great cage match, you know, put them in there and <laughs> no. duke it out. But they actually respect, I think they respect the directness of each other, like said, yes. and, and get along yeah. fine, depending on the the topic. Absolutely.
1: And then you look at the influencer, high influencer with that high dominant, and they too have a very good compatible match with one another. They have that fast pace and they are more extroverted as a rule. So they can kind of be on the same rhythm in terms of energy and being able to get things done. It's just, they go about getting things done in a different way, obviously,
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but very compatible. So let's take a look at that high steady and that high dominant. Uh You see that blue space in the middle getting smaller which means they have fair compa- compatibility with one another. And I know Cindy, when I do training on disbehavior, I'll ask the high studies in the room, well, which style is it that you get along with the least? And they always say the dominant. Yeah. So this is representative of that, taking, taken from you know, a sample of all the training classes that I've done with uh, behavior style. So the dominant typically needs to be sympathetic to that steady because their pace or, pace is much slower and they talk slower and they have a lower volume than that dominant. So for that dominant to connect with that steady to get what they want and be gone, then they have to, I call it, go in slower and lower so that they can connect and they can collaborate and communicate better with one another. Then we have the high compliant and the high dominant. And look at that blue sliver now, it's gone to an even smaller piece of that circle, which means that compliant and dominant can tend to have a conflicting relationship And the beauty of it is they need to recognize that they complement each other so well, because that high dominant naturally is not real detail oriented. They can be analytical, but they're more task driven, but that high compliant is very detailed, very analytical and perfectionistic. So pace is part of the rub between the two of them, as well as their orientation. They both like to get things done, but that high dominant wants to get it done quick and efficiently. And that high compliant wants to get it right. So they're gonna do it at a much slower pace to make sure it's perfect. So every high D
0: needs a high C on, on her team or on his team because they are the ones that keep that freight train on track and out of trouble. Yes, and the same with the influencer.
1: I mean, I'm dependent on high compliance <laughs> because I'm not detail oriented. Yeah, same same concept.
0: I was a little surprised at how small that sliver was, Martha, because they are both task focused. Yes. And I think this is one where they can absolutely butt heads or they could absolutely work so well together because of what I said. And the, yeah. the D's just gonna have to know that that C is a slower pace. They want it yeah. perfect. They're not ready to pull the trigger and they're very risk averse where the D right. is like all out, let's do it. And again, <laughs> if they know that about each other, they're gonna have to come to some kind of compromise. The D is gonna have to slow down just a little bit. Hear, yeah. hear the C out and the C's gonna have to let go sooner than he wants to.
1: Exactly.
0: All right, shall we look at the um, eyes? Yes. Okay, her. here we go. So if you're looking at things from the eye behavioral style match, what do we see that I working with the D? And this is from the I's perspective this time. Yes. Do You wanna go, Martha, you want me to go? You can take it. Well, very similarly, the, the, the bubble looks the same. There's a lot of blue in there, that I and the D, they get along pretty well together because they both like to move forward quickly. Um, i is a little more focused on the people d is more focused on the task but if the d can come up with an idea that i is the the one to spread it you know they are the cheerleader for let's do this it's going to be awesome and and on our way so they make a really good partnership uh if yeah. you look at the below that the i and the i a lot of blue there. eyes love each other they love to get up they get along they talk uh, martha and i are great examples we met um and instantly have become friends and stayed friends for years and years and years. And uh, they're not blessed with getting a lot of things done really quickly, but they'll have a great time doing it. Yeah, let's uh, that's, that's, so,
1: let's have a party, right? Yeah,
0: the eye hearing is great. Everyone everyone's good. So upper right, I and S. What they have in common is that they're both people focused. Um, they 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 want to do similar things, and they want to use do this through people. Um, But again, that pace is what's different. And sometimes that I can rub that S the wrong way. If the I is floating around a room, meeting a lot of people, it may leave behind that S who would rather have slower, um, more long-term conversations than going from person to person. So an I tends to get distracted and, and move on. And the S is standing there wondering what just happened.
1: Yeah, if you think about that high energy of that high influencer and that slower paced energy of that steady that influencer can just overwhelm a very high steady it's like they're too much yeah and in my coaching oftentimes with my high high influencers I'm telling them they've got to rein their energy in and remember who their audience is and if they're in the room and having a meeting with a room full of steadies they really need to you know bring that energy down and go at a at a slower pace and not even talk as loudly as they would normally talk.
0: Yeah, and and coming from experience and I can tick off an S pretty pretty well because that study uh doesn't like conflict. So they're not necessarily going to give any clues that you're being annoying. So you can just talk 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 and and move things quickly and volunteer for things and maybe shove that S out of the way, thinking that their quietness and their compliance is is one that means that they're not interested in volunteering for that job or whatever whatever that assignment is. And so the S is reserved, but then they can really hold a grudge and you'll know it only when they come in and just unload. And the I is like, I have no idea what happened. Like, why didn't you say something? I didn't mean to do that, and it takes a long time to get that trust back from the S. Right. Um, some right. of my best friends have been S's, and I know I was like, I'm gonna tick you off, and I don't, I'm not gonna mean to. You gotta help me, you know. <laughs> so, S's help out your I friends and give them a little bit of a heads up when they're starting to become annoying. Yes. All right, and the last one is the C and the I, and if you. If you realize where these guys are coming from this is a natural um tough relationship because we're looking at pace fast pace i slow pace c and then we're looking at the direction of their of their efforts uh, c is looking at data wanting to be perfect i is looking for people and inspiration and and the feel of things and they just you know they just cross paths a lot um, but again, this is another opportunity for people to work together to get things done. You know, that C can can be the perfection, the I can promote it. And I will say, Martha, I'm really envious of people who have C's and I's in their own graph because the oh, C man. can make things perfect. And they're rare, but the C can make things perfect and the I can articulate what all this data means. It's, it's a really rare but wonderful um, Yeah. You know, report style.
1: Yeah, I, I call them unicorns because yeah. Cindy said they're rare in the wide wide world of disk. Um, however, they're extremely creative, and uh, and just can do things that I know I can't do yeah. um, uh, with a standalone I. With that D being secondary, but. Uh, you would think they would be more compatible, but that's why we're going over this with you. Once you understand the differences, then, you know, I, I I mean, I embrace the high compliance that I come into contact with and work with, and I need them and get along great with them. Now that I know I need to control my energy and not be so, I don't know, effervescent around them it it drives them crazy. So I have to be grounded and talk data, talk their language.
0: And I think this is kind of a code for everybody of how much energy do you need to use to change your style or to adapt? So Mm -hmm. if you look at those eyes who just immediately connect, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to think, Oh, I need to, to rev it up or tone it down. But if you know you're approaching a C you're going to need to use your energy to restrain yourself instead of being, right. trying to win them over. Cause it's just, it's just not going to work. No. So, um, we've gone over the D and the I, and next week we'll do the same thing for our friends, the studies, we'll look at things from their point of view, and then we'll also cover the C and kind of what they have to face when they're dealing with these behavior style matches. But again, think about your team, think about your spouse. Think about other people and how you can use your new knowledge to connect better with them and just to be more effective in what you're doing. Right. And and Cindy, it's
1: interesting to me that some people can naturally adapt. Um, I always think about salespeople being these high influencers and they know how to read their prospect And they just can naturally morph into this adapted style from wherever they're starting from. Um, And some, some of it is genetic, and some of it is the environment that you grew up in, where you get some training. And I think that when we talk about within your teams having to adapt, a lot of people go, well, I just want to be me. Well, surely you want to be you, but you want to be, especially as a leader, an effective you, yes. and being being able to adapt when you need to adapt is going to improve your effectiveness and your success
0: rate as
1: a leader of a team.
0: Yeah, well said, Martha. All right, that's going to wrap us up for our Disky Chicks not only podcast, so we have this on audio. If you're listening to us, you can also go to Disky Chicks. Um, is it podcast, podcast on Facebook? and and see the live video and see the graphics that we're showing that's one thing that we regret from all of our former podcasts is that we weren't able to show you what we were talking about and as we know a picture is worth a thousand words so um either way we hope we described it well for you if you're listening in audio but we also have some visuals and and check us out on both both ways thanks for joining us all right see ya
1: Thanks to all of you continuous learners for listening in with Cindy and me today. We are passionate about the power of the DISC behavior assessment and we love bringing it to you and your clients. We invite you to visit our website at diskeychicks.com. There you will find a link to all of our podcasts and you can listen to previous episodes and subscribe. Also on our website, you can try a DISC assessment for yourself. Just click the link, take the short assessment, and we'll quickly send you the results. Also, check us out as well on Facebook and Instagram.
0: We can't wait to hear from you. See you next week on the Disky Chicks Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Disky Chicks Podcast never miss an episode by subscribing today. To learn more or start a conversation with Cindy and Martha, visit the Disky Chicks podcast Facebook page.